Octane Publishing has partnered with Katie Creatives to present to you UP pre-made book covers. With over 200 covers to choose from, we're sure you're finding exactly what you need to fit your author needs. Just visit www.untamedpublishing.net. Here is your host. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Author Podcast. As you can see, I'm by myself, but that's okay because your girl Untamed is out here booked and busy, and she won't be here tonight, but I told her I got her. I'll hold her down. So let's go ahead and get started because you guys, I'm excited for this book that we're going to talk about tonight. So I want to make this quick because I got questions on top of questions and I need answers. Okay. So let me go ahead and get the particulars out the way and then we're going to go ahead and get started. So we are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are an aspiring new or seasoned author, head over to www.untamedpublishing.net for a variety of services to assist you on your publishing journey. All righty. And then we got to thank our sponsors. So thank you, UP, Kiana Danae, XO, JC, KB's Bookshelf, Tyler Landscaping, Jones Pressure Washer, and Lawn Care, and me and my son's Lawn Care. Thank you for the coins that jiggle and fold. Now, tonight we will be talking to Miss Author Shakira Thompson. So let me read this bio and then we're going to dive, dive right in. You hear how excited I am? This is how excited I am. Okay, let's go. So born with the spark of romance in her heart, Shakira R. Thompson has an unwavering passion for all things romance. She crafts heartwarming stories that feel real and true transcendent barriers. As the founder and visionary behind Love Story 365, she, she courageously leads a movement inspiring couples to embrace intentional romance and its transformative power. With unwavering faith in a guiding hand, she compellingly believes love is no mere coincidence. It is a divine masterpiece crafted with purpose and intention. I love that. Shakira seeks to unlock the dormant potential with your romantic relationships. She invites you to immerse yourself in the rich tapestry of Love Story 365's curated content, experience the profound beauty of romantic connection, and resonate the, I'm, I'm sorry, reignite the sparks of desire that first brought you together. At Love Story 365, surrender to a captivating world where love blossoms and souls intertwine. Shakira invites you to embrace the promise of intentional romance, a promise that will forever change the course of your love story. Shakira is a proud alumni of Florida AMU University in Tallahassee, Florida, where she holds a BS in business administration, as well as an MBA with a concentration in supply chain management. Although Shakira may wear many hats these days, the most important role to her is being a mother. Born and raised in Fernandina Beach, Florida. Okay, she now resides in Orlando, Florida with her family. 
Shakira Thompson, welcome to the UP Hot Seat. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I mean, like, you really don't have no idea how excited I am for you to be here. And, you know, I'm excited for this book. I'm a type of person. And I'm going to say for now it's been 10 years. I can say for the past 10 years, because um, I turned 48 on my birthday that just passed in December. So at the age of 38, I was like, some things have to change. I'm cleaning it up for the show, but I said a little bit worse. Okay. But I was like, you know, things had to change. And that was in myself and then in my relationship that I was in at the time. Okay. So reading this book just made me say, I still got work to do. I still got work to do. And I'm going to just say this part and then I'm going to go into our next segment. Okay. Because like I said, I really want to just talk about this book and get to know you as an author more. But there was one part in the book where Danielle and Jacob was doing the mirror yes. challenge. They was working on the mirror challenge. And when she said, okay, let's go in front of the mirror and let's repeat this first word. And when he, she, she told him to say, I love you. Right. When he said, I love you. And then when you put that, the chest tightened and he felt like he was going to have a heart attack. Yes. I was just like, oh my gosh, because I felt that so much. Really? And yes, because I feel like that was something I had to work on first, loving myself more. Yes. You know, we think we love ourselves, but right then and there, that piece when he said it had me thinking, dang, if you can't stand in the mirror and say, I love you without feeling a certain way, you're not there yet. Right. And I just wanted to say that was, I, I mean, like it was so many nuggets you dropped in this book that resonated with me, but that one resonated with me, you know, like on a personal level. Cause like I said, this is a book about couples, but just the self work on yourself. I was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. So, kudos to that. <laughs> you know, and I was listening to the bio, and it's interesting that you said that it is for couples. I have to say, uh, initially when this book came about, I did write this book for couples. However, what is happening is I'm hearing from singles who are, the message seems to be resonating more with singles than it is couples. It is. I can definitely agree with that. I told Untamed what I loved about this being a single person. Yes, it is perfect for couples, but as a single person, when I'm ready to be in a relationship, I don't know what I need to not do, what I should do. And that's, I, I loved that about this book. Like, like Everybody I said, is telling me that I'm, I'm hearing that you know, this book, my heart is open and I'm not ready yes. to tell story. And the next relationship that I get into, like we're reading this book together. And if you can't do what this book does, like this is what I'm looking for. And if you can't do this, then let's not even waste each other's time. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you know how people are coming out now saying it's 2024. Nobody got time to play. Right. It's, it's, it's getting, especially as you know, you're getting older. I mean, I just share how old I am. Like I'm getting right. older, you know, I, I ask the Lord all the time. Can you give me another 40, 50 years? But if you're going to give me that many more years, I don't want to be hunched over and in pain and like, Oh, I don't want to be here. But I also want to be in a, I'm going to say it mm -hmm. right now. And I don't really mean it, <laughs> but you know, I will look forward to maybe spending my later years with someone. I'll just say that, you know, yeah. Because right now, I'm not, 
I'm not in a headspace for a relationship. I can definitely say that. I 100% understand your statement. Yes. <laughs> and like I said, reading this book, it made me, I was like, oh, I would love that. Then I'm like, girl, you lying to yourself. Stop playing. So, you know, it was a lot of that going on. <laughs> but you know, I, I came across something the other day that said, you know, you say that your 40, mm -hmm. 50 year old self says that, but your 60, 70 year old self, you're going to have some explaining to do to your 60, 70 year old self saying, I don't want that. And you want to know, it's so funny that you said that because I think I was watching something on TV and I think the person was like in their 60s or 70s and it was like, yep, I shouldn't have said I never wanted to be by myself. And now here I am by myself. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like maybe down the line, I'm going to say that because I always used to say I wanted to have somebody to sit on the porch with me and drink lemonade. There you go. So I do still believe in that, but right now, you know, I've been in a relationship a good, mm, goodness gracious, almost 30 years without being married. So being in a relationship that long, 30 years? yeah, I was just like, yeah, that's a long time. So I'm just like, yeah. So, you know, being able, and then, you know, and I'm going to say a relationship as with a male and then as a relationship as a mom. So having that time to myself now is like, oh, you know, my kids, I don't have to be like, oh, I got to um, find somebody to babysit y'all so I can go to this place. I tell my kids, oh, I'm about to go out of town. I see y'all when I get back. <laughs> you know, things like that. So this book definitely resonated with a lot. Okay, so like I said, because I'm ready to dive into it, we have this new segment, if you've seen, it's called Get It Off Your Chest. So if you have like a rant, a rave that you want to get off your chest, now is the time. Uh, You know what? I don't want to sound like too deep with this, but... No, keep it deep. Let's go. Let's go deep. Kind Let's of go. To what you talked about with loving yourself. So... Yeah. The uh starting i think it was january the 10th i i did i created my own like love lifted me challenge oh okay okay and so i did that for 21 days to, to go through the end of january and then i've just kind of kept it up in february of course this is quote unquote like the love month but right. it was really to the point of me just wanting to love myself more Right. Um, it was for me to kind of get a sense of how much God loves me. Right. I can love myself more. And so I say all that to say that I started this practice where each morning, like I now dissolve anything that is inharmonic to who I truly am. Oh, Okay. And right. so anything that is there, any stories like was in the book, any um, beliefs, any negative programming, anything that is in harmonic that does not align to the divine creative expression of God that I am, I dissolve it. And since I've been doing that, like I nothing kind of really bothers me. Like I don't really have a whole lot of things that I need to get off my chest anymore because every morning now. I'm releasing them through love, by faith, and through grace. And like I'm finding that I don't really have a, there's not a whole lot that really has been bothering me. Now there have been challenges for sure, mm -hmm. but I'm I'm finding the way that I am now um 
coping, I guess you can, you know, say the way that I'm kind of managing life now, it's it's an unfolding because in that, with these challenges, now I'm like, okay, this challenge is not to take me out, but it's an opportunity for me to overcome. So let's see how this is going to unfold. Like, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And you want to know what? Let me just piggyback off of you. So I don't. I'm, I think I've said it on the show. Um, I told myself in 2024, I'm going to work on my soft girl era. Yes, yes. That's my goal for 2024 is to work on my soft girl era. Yes. So um, my daughter had posted, shared something on her page that she found from somewhere else, and it was said. It said, um, you know, people keep on thinking the soft girl era is, you know, going to get your hair done, you know, doing your makeup, doing your nails. That's not what the soft girl era is. Soft girl era is unheartening things that made you hard yes yes i saw something similar to that yes Um, i had a i held um i think it it was mlk weekend because this is a tradition that i've done with my daughters my oldest daughter um she's 17 so i started this when she was five and my youngest daughter was two um on mlk weekend we have dream girls weekend um because if you know dream girls is like uh, because that I, is me and my daughter's moving. <laughs> oh my gosh, we love that. We we absolutely love it. We always watch it on MLK Weekend, but we, that's a movie that we can watch like anytime. All the time. Yes. So mm-hmm. because you know it's MLK Weekend, we set that time to cast vision for the year. Over the years, we've done like vision boards and different things because you know we have dreams. We watch the movie and there's a small, you know, in the movie, there's a small portion where they talk um, about Dr. Martin Luther King. Well, my oldest, she's getting ready to graduate this year. And she's been, she's been like just running with this last year of her childhood theme. Right. So I expanded it and I opened it up to some friends of ours. And it was this pink prey sleigh party. And it was really just to kind of come, we wrote vision, we planned, um, and just kind of have like this community of people that we can be held accountable to for this year. Right. In that, in that, um, gathering together, that comment, the, the post that you just talked about came up Mm -hmm. and when that was said, it was almost like you could see everybody in there saying, Ooh, like I hadn't thought about that. Like my software releasing mm -hmm. in the first place. Like too many of us, I think that we're, we have been hardened. I mean, that's like, that is life. Yes. We've become hardened. There's peaks and valleys, but no one ever really teaches us how to be soft, how to, how to kind of overcome some of these things. And I think collectively there's a crying out that's really happening because we're tired. You know, we tired. Yes, yeah, that that strong black woman um stigma. No, yeah. is if you need to let it go. And I mean, like, and I I tell you, I'm I'm, a, I'm rough. <laughs> I'm not even gonna sit here faking a lot. Like I look at you wrong. Like my daughter, black mom, you're always staring. I'm like, and <laughs> you know, I don't care. But I, I I am softer than what I used to be. But there are still some things in me that I need to you know 
say, okay, Crystal, let that, let it go, you know, drop that. So that's, that was my goal of being a soft girl, you know, and working on my soft girl era. So I'm kind of excited about that. And like I said, reading this book, there are things in the book that I actually want to implement into making me a softer girl. And that one piece was standing in the mirror saying, I love you. Yes. I like you. Yes. You, you know, so things like that. And it, like I said, it was just so many things mm-hmm. that you put in. I was just like, and I'm looking to read about the author and I didn't even think to come at the bio. I was like, is she a therapist? Is she a psychologist? Like, you know, because I just was in awe of everything about it. Because like I said, it just... You know, when I read, I'm I'm an avid reader and everybody know who knows me knows me know that that's all I like to do. Mm -hmm. I love to read and travel. Those are my two big things. And I'm a type of person. I don't like to read self-help. Okay. You know, people reach out and ask, can you do this to give me a review? I'll do it. But I'm not into that reading autobiographies, all of that. You know, I'm a big romance reader. And I told myself this year, I'm going to go over to the urban side, you know, and I have been reading some urban authors and I'm in love. Okay. But I always learn something from every book I read. Of course. It's something that I pick up and it can be in that book. It could be one word. It could be a statement. And it's just like, I learned so much about myself from it. But this book right here was like, girl, you got some work to do. You got some work to do. So, like I said, I'm just going to be just like, ah, I loved it the whole time. I promise you, I probably will. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, tell me a little bit, you know, I read your bio, but tell me in your words about Shakira. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's, it's, oh. You know, somebody asked me that and I was like, what? I know, right? It's just that is the hardest thing ever. It's the hardest thing ever. And I always used to like hate people asking me the question, like, what do you do? And right. Because it's like I am I, I do actually quite a, a lot of things. Um, right. But I mean, you know what? What I, I'm just gonna carry with the theme kind of that was in the bio and what I am working on and trying to okay. become is just a divine created expression of God and just radiate love and light. Like that is me. I love that. That that is me. And it, I hope is being reflected in everything that I do. Like that's just kind of like the seat that I'm on right now. And that I hope that I can carry into this next phase and chapter of my life, because I too turned, we, I think we might be close to birthday twins. When's your birthday? December 2nd. Oh, the second. Okay. I'm December 30th and I too turned 48. Oh, okay. Well, you're with my friend. She, um, she's turning 40 this year and her birthday is December um, 30th. And, um, so like she has a good group of girlfriends that they've been friends since college. So I've got to meet them and now I'm in the fold. So she was like, you got to come with me because I always travel for my birthday. She's like, you have to come with me. I'm doing, I'm turning 40 next year. And I'm like, I'm invited. She was like, yeah. So I'm going to Dubai with her next year okay. for her birthday. Exactly. Yeah. So well, not, I'm not next year, this year in December, but yeah, her birthday is December the 30th. You Capricorns. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love the I love the Capricorns. I have some December Capricorns in my life, and I have some January Capricorns in my life. So yes, I'm feeling the Capricorns. I definitely am. 
So I think that's, I mean, in a nutshell, that's me. Live, love, laugh. That That's me. I love that. So tell um tell us about the love th story three six five because you know I, I and I'll just share with the audience. I said to her before we you know I pushed that record button that I feel like this book can be an ex an excellent you know event. Like she can put this together and have people come do it. And then I was like, maybe love three six love story three six five is that. So you know, tell me about that. Tell us about that. Okay, so I gotta um give you a little context before I can get to that based on what you just okay. said. So Love Story 365 is an inspirational romantic media company that I just launched actually around your birthday. It was December 1st, 2000. Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so years ago, I started um, Believer's Choice Media um, mm -hmm. to be uh, the publishing arm because, you know, I'm self-published, but I created right company to publish my books so those initial books though there are about eight of those because okay book, um that were more on the kind of christian romance okay kind of things kind of dealt more with church when i i started um kind of editing then ghostwriting other people's books before i even published my own and okay you know kind of like you said i'm very like avid reader i used to read all the time i always knew i could write um even from a little girl i always knew that i could write but my family actually used to make jokes they used to pick at me for telling really long stories right right <laughs> and they still do but i believe context <laughs> is important i believe it is the context is important it context is. is important and so very verbose give a lot of details that was me and so i think because i was picked up for it when i got to college even though my major was business i remember mm -hmm. my freshman year i went home and i told my dad that i was thinking about becoming a writer and my dad was like yeah stick with what you're huh? doing you know writers don't make money is what he said right right and so um you know, we've discussed this, you know, since that time, but I think that since I didn't get that validation from him at that time, I just kind of set back on the gift. Got you. Fast forward. You always hear people say, write what you know. Yes, that is true. At the first, at the, the first book that I actually published was around the time life was really lifing for me. Before mm -hmm. And I just sat down and I started writing and I wrote what I knew and I, I grew up in the church. So my first book was kind of around me kind of poking fun a little bit. Um, mm. But because I always loved romance, I had to throw that in there too. So right. I then created Love Story 365 because I, I have always had this heart and desire to do media related things. Okay. Music, videos, books um movies like any anything right so i created love story 365 because um one of the things that i saw in uh my marriage um I've, next month will actually be five years that i've been divorced but that it's okay. very easy to get comfortable yes it's very yes. easy to get comfortable, and if I just not, think comfortable in life is not a good thing. It's not, and if you and if you're not intentional 
Mm -hmm. your relationship then things kind of get kind of wonky and so right um the whole purpose and intent was to like i said this was supposed to be for couples initially right um and then as it's kind of now evolving now that i've put it out there the whole idea is to just inspire those to celebrate love and to add to your own personal love stories on a daily basis, to be intentionally romantic, um, to put the work in so that you don't see it as like work, but like the like hard, hard work, but more right. in the book, like a labor of love. And so um, the flirtatious couple was actually the first product or project of Love Story 365. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, initially, and that's what I'm getting coming around to get to it. Initially, <laughs> when I first started writing, and I the first book that I put out was in 2014, the vision that I had was that I would do a book and then we'd have we'd world build out the book. Oh, what ended up happening to your point about businesses, what ended up happening is that instead of going long. I went wide. Wide. Okay. So I, I, I did more books than I did products. <laughs> got you. And I got did you. More world building. So with this, and I, I keep holding this up because I, I came home today and uh -huh. the hard copy was here. It's so I, pretty. Like, I like the cover as an ebook, but that's gorgeous. Listen, I have wanted, I always had in my heart that I wanted my own hardcover book ever since I was 16 years old. And oh, wow. I didn't even know how that was going to happen. But I am, I tell people all the time, when you see this book, this is a, a, a miracle that you're looking that at. That is so cool. And oh, congratulations. Thank you. I got it today. And it was like perfect timing for the interview. And I have to say, yeah. um, I paid multiple graphic designers to create a cover for me. I was going crazy. I was obsessing over it. I could not understand, like, how am I going to graphically depict this story? Right. And I had no idea how to do it. And you know what? My, and I have to give her her flowers here uh, publicly. My oldest daughter saw that her mother was stressing out over right. the cover and she designed this. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> See, but you know what? When you was just saying you wanted to make sure that what you're putting out is um going to show up, it's going to show up in your kids. Yeah. Like you gonna think like I'm learning that because huh, I told my daughter she's like you're gonna drive me crazy. But my oldest is turning thirty this year, so and I told her I said you know I'm gonna cry. She was like, oh, you're doing too much. I was like, you're turning thirty. Like, come on now. You know, and I'm like so proud of her. She like she likes to work. I'm trying to get her into traveling. So we're um last year uh, we went on a cruise for a birthday. Um, this year we're going to Puerto Rico for a birthday. So just trying to get her into you know doing things and like she I'm learning things from her. Mm -hmm. Just like she's learning things from me, I'm learning things from her, mm -hmm. and I love it. And I just be like, oh my gosh, yes. Then you know I have my my son. He'll be 25 this year, and I'm just like, oh, you know, so. It shows in your kids on what you're doing. And I, that's what I said. I feel like that's the biggest accomplishment right there. It's just what I see, what my kids are doing. And I love it. But I love that book. 
is gorgeous. Tell her congratulations on her work too. Yes. Like that's big to yes. be creating. Creating yes. covers. Tell her yes. go get her some money. <laughs> go get her some money. So do you have like any unique writing habits? Um, like how is your writing? Because like like to be honest, like I said, one of my questions was um about the book is your research. Yes. You know, how is your writing tab when it comes to writing? So I laughed because um speaking of my daughters, they would they would they could answer this question for you. They they would have a lot to say about this question. But a unique <laughs> writing habit that I have because they've grown up with me doing this is I they can't I can't hear them. And they have grown up with me knowing if I'm writing, I call it I'm in the dungeon. Right. And if I say that I'm in the dungeon, you cannot talk to me because I'm not going to hear you. And I have a terrible habit of I binge on candy when I'm writing. Mm, I'm not even going to talk. I have favorite candies for the holidays. And one of my favorite candies, because it's Valentine's Day, is those little sweethearts, the little conversation hearts. And, you know, Valentine's Day is over. So I went to the store. And I picked up six bags and I <laughs> took a picture. Yeah. And sent it to my daughter. And she was like, you got a problem. Yes, yeah. I do. And I would probably eat like all six bags in one setting. Like it's, it's. If really- I tell you how many bags I, I have had, you will be like, you're gross. No, but, I, was, um, like, I get it. Like, I, it's, it's really bad. It, I mean, yeah. There's like, can't, there will be candy wrappers like everywhere, but mm-hmm. I, I have to have it. And I, I binge out on candy. It's, it's, it's a terrible habit. But it's what gets me through. <laughs> yeah, yes. And anything, look, anything to get you through it with your writing. But yeah. that's, I think that's kind of cool. Like, I, you're the first person I've heard say that, that you binge, you know, you're in a dungeon, you don't hear anything, and you binge on candy. I've not heard anybody else say yeah, that. That's, that's definitely a unique writing. Yeah, they say, um, can you hear me? And I'm yeah. like, no, I can't. And they're like, okay. So they understand. <laughs> no. Yes. <I> yeah. <laughs> And, you know, because I've moved over to the writing part as being a blogger. So I get up in the morning and write. And sometimes I can be, I've, you know, I've heard people say, oh, you'll get up in the middle of the night because something will pop in your head. And I'm like, yes, I've experienced that. I can be laying in the bed reading something and all of a sudden the characters will start talking. So then I turn, close the book and then I open my document and I start typing in that. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, or I can be somewhere so I was just like, ooh, I definitely see what people mean, but I don't, yeah, and I'm going to tell you what I do, and the people be like, that's kind of weird. I write, and I'll turn the TV on and let them talk. So I'll turn on a show I've seen before, Yeah. and I can write that way, because it's like, it's some type of noise. If it's music, it's not going to happen, because I love music, and okay. I'll be dancing and singing, but I just need, like, someone's talking. I can't do that. I've tried to write to music, and especially like if maybe an instrumental might work, but I mm-hmm. have, <clears throat> when I've played music in the background, something like I have written the lyrics in my writing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that, right? The way your mind works is like, yeah, so I, I don't do that. I write in almost like complete silence. Um, yeah, silence is the best. Yeah, but I mean, I act out every scene. Um, but I'm a ferment writer, so okay, you have to explain that one to me because okay, so that's new for me too. I'm very much a pantser. 
I'm a seed butter okay. writer and I'm a ferment writer where I can go for days, weeks, months without writing anything. But then when I sit down, I just dump out. And then if I write until I don't have anything else to say, and then I get up and then they do talk to you. You're right. I don't the characters. Um, and then I just let it build up. And then I like, that's what I call it. Fermenting. I let it build up and then I let it all out. Oh, and yeah, now that's not bad. Cause I think like for a minute, I think for mm, the, May, the month of January, I was struggling. Okay. You know, like I would hear them, they would say a little bit, so you'll get like a sentence here or there, and then it was like, girl, I ain't got nothing to say to you. You, you, I don't know what you want, so I don't have nothing to say to you. So, you know, I don't hear anything. And then, like one day, I literally got up and was just writing, and I was like, oh, that's it, okay. And yeah, so I don't, I've learned not to force things, just let it happen. And like now they're talking, so I know when I finish, I'm gonna have to get it out my head. Exactly. Yeah, because they're like, you forgot to put this part down. Um, so I'm like, I need to do that. But I definitely love that. So give us one lesson because we love to ask this question from um our authors. Okay. One lesson that you've learned since becoming a published author. <laughs> that my dad wasn't wrong. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> no, I want to say that, um, yes. that there was truth to what he said, um, right? In terms of like basically, don't quit your day job, <laughs> yes. But I have been, um, over the last 10 years pretty much writing for self expression. Oh, okay, um, it's now time to come off the back seat. And as you have mentioned, turn some of this stuff into business and like really start monetizing um, this amazing gift that God has granted me. And so, um, it's, you know, it's great to hide behind the scenes, but you know, there comes a point where, um, when I, and I had to learn that by me hiding behind the scenes and hiding behind these books, that was saying that I wasn't confident in the gift that God had given me. And mm. if I say that God has given me this gift, it is for the world to see and to share in. So I think that's yes, it is. Yeah, that I've I've learned for sure. Oh, I love that. I definitely love that. Okay, so you guys, I'm excited. We're gonna take a break. And when we come back, we will be talking about the flirtatious couple. Okay. Yes. And so I'm going to read the bio and I'm going to read a quote. Now, I'm going to just say this. Shakira had a lot of, I mean, phenomenal quotes that I was just highlighting and highlighting and highlighting. But I'm going to read one that kind of caught me off guard. But once I started, you know, reading it, I was like, that makes sense. Hmm. Okay. So like I said, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get into the book. We'll be right back. Roxanne, Roxanne, love to play with my fans. Rock fits, toxic. I'm her number one fan. Not petty, so jelly when she making that jam. What I want to be your man, but she got way better plans. Roxanne, Roxanne, love to play with my fans. Rock fits, toxic. I'm her number one fan. Not petty, so jelly when she making that jam. What I want to be your man, but she got way better plans. Like Roxanne, Roxanne, love to play with my fans. 
rock fits toxic. I'm her number one fan, not petty. So jelly when she making that jam. What I want to be your man, but she got way better plans. Roxanne, Roxanne, love to play with my bands. Rock fits toxic. I'm her number one fan, not petty. So jelly when she making that jam. What I want to be your man, but she got way better plans. Like Roxanne, Roxanne, love to play with. Kisha Beauty, embracing the power of self-love in conjunction with 50 Shades of Success. While 50 Shades of Success works on the inside, let Kisha Beauty work on the outside, adding a little sparkle, pop, and shine with Kisha Lips, pamper your skin with Kisha Body, and let's not forget accessories with Kisha Girl. Find us on Instagram. All righty, and we are back. And we are talking to author Shakira Thompson about her book, The Flirtatious Couple. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the bio. I'm sorry, I said the bio. The synopsis of the book, and then we're going to get into the book. There's the book. It's a gorgeous, cute book. She just showed us the hardback, and here's the book. All righty. In The Flirtatious Couple... Rhea, excuse me, Rhea Anderson, a food critic, finds herself searching for new meaning in her life as her twins head off to college. Feeling shut out of her own life, she wonders what's next for her relationship with her husband, Rico, and her career. When her high school sweetheart reappears, mm, <laughs> that nigga, sorry, you guys, I'm sorry. Mm-mm-mm. Rhea is tempted to explore the romantic spark she's been longing for. With the help of her childhood friends, Stacy and Danielle, they devise a plan called the ABCs of Romance to reignite the passion in their relationships. Will their plan work? Follow along as they navigate the challenges of balancing kids, careers, and love. If you're a hopeless romantic searching for a soulful read, The Flirtatious Couple is the book for you. With powerful messages of healing, true love, and restoration, this modern romance novel will leave you inspired and searching for new date night ideas. The book definitely left me inspired. Get ready to connect with the characters and discover practical ways to make romance as easy as the ABCs. It's a perfect addition to your happily ever after book collection. So let me go ahead and read you the little, it's not a little snippet, but it was a powerful snippet from the book. And like I said, I loved it. I highlighted a lot. You know, I learned a lot. It was things I was like for myself, I need to work on, you know, I want to implement this. I want to implement that. And I loved everything about this book. All right, so let me pull it up. You know, my tablet moving a little slow. So as it's loading up, I'm just running my mouth. Yes. Okay. And let's go. Okay. Oh my gosh, come on. (laughs) I tell you, tablets, man. (laughs) This tablet is crazy. Like literally my screen. (laughs) It's frozen. It's terrible. I had it up this whole time and now (laughs) 
it wants to freeze. Shame, shame, shame. But no, I'm going to read this because I feel like it's important to read. So it's reloading. Here we go. We're going we're gonna to get this together because I definitely, yeah, I definitely want to share this. Okay, come on now. Work with me. Work with me, please. It's terrible. All righty. And this is um, when the gentlemen were talking. So we had the couples, Rhea and Rico, Danielle and Jacob, and Stacy and Jeff. And then other couples were brought in, like um, Lecrae and Benny. Yes. Then we ended up with um, Cameron and Ellie, and then Preston, and I can't remember her name. I was like right there with you. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dang, I can't remember her name. But this is the conversation that Jacob, Benny, and um, this is the conversation between Rico, Jeff, Jacob, and Benny. And this was the first time that Benny joined the group. Yes. <laughs> okay. So um, basically, Rico gave them, I'm sorry, not Rico, Jacob gave them like a little, he was kind of, they were trying to implement Benny into the group and getting him involved in doing the challenge that they were doing. So the men created their own challenge, which I love. Can I call you Rose? And then the women did the ABCs. And Benny was like, eh, I'm not feeling this. But of course, none of the men were feeling it at first. At first. So um, Jacob kind of used the Adam and Eve analogy. And this is the part that I love the most. What I found particularly interesting where was Adam when that sneaky little snake showed up? Because there's always something that's sneaky that shows up that kind of infiltrates themselves into people relationship. So I was like that right there. So Adam was nowhere around and Eve was left out there all alone. Because of how God made her, she's fashioned to be a receiver. Whatever her man gives her, she incubates and turns into something else. For instance... If you give her a house, she'll make it at home. Give her your seed and she'll give you a baby. Give her your dream and she'll turn it into a vision. You feel me? It's here. We should be careful what we're giving our women. Jacob. Jacob was no joke. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob was no joke. I, I mean, and I loved I love that Danielle and Jacob was starting at first and then they saw within their friends that they needed this yes. and implemented it with them. Mm -hmm. I just was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you Untamed's first question. And she wanted to know where did the book, where did this idea come from for this book? Uh. It's a real interesting story. So again, I got to give you a little context to get there. Two years okay. ago, January, um, <clears throat> someone broke into a car that I was traveling in and they stole my purse, my cell phone, and then subsequently my identity. Um, it was a highly traumatic event for me. Um, very scary. They did like crazy things with my identity and I completely... Oh offline. I was scared. I was afraid um, because I just had no idea how far they were willing to take with my information. And so because I, like I said, I came completely off. It was like I fell off the face of the earth. Um, right. And that was in January of 22. And so around 
June, the summertime of 22, I kind of just started, you know, asking God, like, what's next? <laughs> like, right. Like, hello, tell me what's going on. What's going on? Like, you know, I was really trying to hold on to, because they, they, the way that they got my information, they basically, like when I say they took over, like they had access to the cloud, like 15 years of my life was tied up into a cloud that I could not get access to. And oh I my was God. trying to hold on to those 15 years, right? Like you got right. videos, memories of my children, my like just so much stuff that I now could not uh, get a hold to. And one of my girlfriends said to me, she's like, hey, I, th I think you need to let that go. Like, and I'm like, but you don't understand. Like, this is the last mm -hmm. of my life. And she's like, but I think that there's probably some things within the last 15 years of your life that you might want to let go. And I'm like, right. you know what? You got a point there. And so after that, after she said that, I kind of started thinking about it like, okay, maybe this is more of a redirection. Right than like necessarily a bad thing and so again i just started like inquiring of god like what's next and am i getting ready to establish a new identity since mm -hmm. that one's been stolen like what is the new identity and so again fast forward I, i'm saying this to god like every day and i'm <laughs> like nothing like i'm not hearing anything right right anything is like every day is going by and it's the same old thing and literally i kid you not this has never happened to me before i'm walking through my house and i don't know if you've ever heard like people say something just kind of dropped in my spirit um yeah so this went beyond that i'm walking through the house minding my own business and the word there were words that came out of my mouth and i'll tell you the words in just a second because as i'm standing there, i'm like Okay, that's different. Yep. <laughs> and as I'm processing that, another set of words came out of my mouth. And I'm like, okay, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I went into the office and I wrote down the words and I was like, I don't know what this is, but what I do know it is, it's a book because I do know I can do that. Right. That came out of my mouth was the flirtatious couple. Followed up behind the flirtation, like as soon as the flirtatious couple came out of my mouth, and I was like, okay, that's different. Fun, loving, interactive, romantic relationship tips is what followed after that. And I right. went to my office and I wrote that down. And I kid you not, there have been times in the previous books that I'll have an idea, at least. I'll have kind of characters in mind. Mm -hmm. With this one, all I had was a title. Yep, that happens. I, I've seen, I've, I've had stuff where I just get a title. Oh, I'll get, I wrote down the name. <laughs> I had two things, 1950 and the name. Yeah. Her name is Corinne Annette Roberts. That's all I have. <laughs> And 1950 and Corinne Ornette Roberts. And then somehow there are books that emerge. <laughs> what was the next set of words? Because if it's in the book, I, then I think I might already know. Yeah, it was the flirtatious couple. That was the first set. And then fun, loving, interactive, romantic okay. tips. Is 
I was going to ask you what that meant because I was like, I feel like it don't, It. I was like, wait a minute, this isn't fitting, like the flirtatious couple. And I was like, I got to ask her, what does it mean? And then when I got towards the end, I said, oh, it was that's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I see now. So I got you. Yes. I love that. Like, it, you know, I just was like, okay. It's unlike anything I've written before. I feel like it is probably, I, I mean, you know, it's kind of like your books are like your children, right? You don't want to say, right. but it, it was very different. It felt different. It feels different. Like right. I am absolutely in love with this story. Like <laughs> I love it. Like I said, it's, I, I mean, and I can kind of tell by the way is written you know and not saying that authors don't love all of their stories i mean i know when you're writing something you love it but yeah. i just feel like i can tell like she really was serious about this loved yeah. it and that was my first question is what does your research look like for this book would you believe me if i tell you i didn't really have a lot of research i literally was a vessel um, wow. Process was very different for me. I've known before that, you know, I just write what I hear, but this, mm -hmm. one, this one, it felt different. And I started even acknowledging, I'm like, this is coming from somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't know, but thank you. I'm just going to be the vessel <laughs> for it. <laughs> Let me write that down. Let me write that down. Because I literally, I, I think like halfway through the book, I stopped reading. I was like, she gotta be a psychiatrist. Like, she has to be a therapist. Maybe she's a coach. I was like, because it it just was, it was so perfect. Like, literally the, the test that they, that you put in the book, the challenges that they had to do, how they went from not wanting to be with each other, being around each other, and then to the point that they love each other. Like Jeff and Stacy, yeah, I was like, oh my god, like this. I was like, I was so mad at him when she was leaving out the house to go drop the, the take the oh, kids to the mall, yes. and he was just down the street and not returning her calls, and then for him to say he didn't want to be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I said, she got like come on now and then your kids old enough where they can take their sales places and they don't want to do it yes. but like i love their you know their relationship to me was like bam i loved it and then lecrae and benny yes oh uh, it just kept i was like it just keeps on going and going so i was like i'm definitely yeah i'm loving it <laughs> okay so they um and Tame's next question, because I had questions about this too. And I was like, who is she? So I'm a type of person because I'm an avid reader. When people drop a person in the book, I'm like, is they going to show up later? Is there a reason for them to be in there? And I didn't see her no more. So Untame okay. said, who is Naomi? And why did we get a little bit of her story? Why did we get a little bit of her story? Naomi? The one when she had the accident. Let me make sure that was oh, her name. Oh, oh, oh. Like Naomi, <laughs> see, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, what I mean, because you gave us a little bit of her, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna write that down. Um, what? I, that's that's interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Naomi really was there just to kind of create the accident. Okay. Okay. 
And, you know, she one of them people that when see me, because I was, th this wouldn't be part of my soft girl era. I'd be like, soft girl era, cut real quick. Because I'm about to get out this car and beat the brakes off of her. Yeah. So she, Naomi also, let me also, Naomi was there kind of to create the accident. But Naomi also, to me, signified the length that a lot of women will go through to try to get where she was headed. <laughs> Where she was headed, and this, and I see that because they said even after they took her out the car and they was yeah. taking her to another car, she was like, "But I gotta get to the restaurant. I gotta get to the restaurant." So you know what? Now that you explained it, that makes sense because you did do a lot of things where, okay, you know, if you do this, this can happen, or if you don't do this, this can happen. That kind, that just with your explanation, just said, I don't know if you're watching this, but the lady on TikTok that's saying, "Who the f did I marry?" I just kind of saw something about this today. It's and, uh, the Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost was throwing, I mean, throwing reasons for her to leave that man alone. And she just didn't listen. I'm on, I'm, I'm on episode 25. Wow. And I hear that. And 50 of them that are 10 minutes 50, 52. And tonight I'm going to go back. When I finish, I'm going to go back and get back into it. But that is just like, he gave like literally the first time they were supposed to go on a date, he blew out her tire on the highway. Yeah. And he came and changed the tire, bought her a new one, and she still went out with him. So yeah. then it was like later on when she saw, she was like, yeah, the Lord said to me, you know, I kept on giving you reasons to leave him alone, but you kept on going to do it. She was like, yep, I did listen because I wanted to be married. Like you said, we have to learn to get out of our way. Yes. We got to get out of our own way. Yeah. That now that part makes sense because I was like, who is Naomi? Why is she in this book? Yeah, I was like, where, 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 did, where did she come from? But, okay. Okay. Now, my next question is, at what point in their marriage did Rhea feel the disconnect, and why didn't she say anything? So, what's funny about you asking that is because one of my beta readers, mm -hmm. um, she kind of asked me that. and Well, she didn't say it in that way. It was, she, she had a problem with Rhea. Right. And all that I had um, that I could say at that point was what we don't know is what happened prior to. Right. Um, we. I had to give Rhea grace. I had to give her grace. You had to give Rhea some grace, right? Mm -hmm. Typically, typically, women don't just. It's it's not a reaction. In an in initial reaction, anytime things start going wonky, that's a buildup. Right. Yeah. You know? it, it's a buildup. So at the point in which we meet them, who knows? I mean, what everything happened, that was going on, everything that was going on. And I think just kind of thinking about it, the disconnect probably happened at the point the children left because there was. Mm -hmm connect them really it was now them figuring out like okay how do we live in this house together without the children and trying to figure that out you know as you saw it like she didn't even ask him how he was dealing with that she was grieving she didn't care she, <laughs> she, she didn't was, care and he was too but they, too. Uh -huh. they they didn't even have a conversation about it no 
And so I think, again, build up, build up, build up. She just didn't say anything because you keep thinking it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And it never generally it doesn't. So, you know, we, you know, people always say, how do you expect something to get better if you don't talk about it? Right, right. So but if she didn't bring it to light. You do know that Rhea lived in a fantasy world. Like it was. And you want to know what? As the book went by, she definitely did. And yes. as it went on, I understood why. Yes. That, like, it was so many powerful things when Danielle called her out and told her she was selfish and all she thought about was herself mm -hmm. and for her to get mad. See, I, you know, I say to people, when you get mad about something, that's because they hit you, they, they hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And of course, that's why you're upset about it. But then I love that we got to see later that she was like, you know, yeah, we pulled away from the group for a little bit, but then I thought about it and I am like that. Mm -hmm. But then I kind of see why she's like that. Mm -hmm. So it's <laughs> when I say that letter from Fred. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that letter from Fred. And I just because I was like, OK, so, so now, like I said, when you threw Fred in there the first time, I was like, OK, Fred, go keep on coming back up. Fred, drop that Fred. That's what I'm going to just call him. Drop dead Fred. That's hilarious. Because. Huh, Fred, 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 Fred. Like. Fred. Yeah. Yeah. Fred. Drop dead. Just, you know, if y'all seen the movie with, um, what is it? Phoebe Cates and um, Martin Short. Drop dead Fred. I'm saying it like the title of the movie, but I'm really also saying drop dead Fred. Because mm. Fred was wrong. Yes, he was. Fred was. Fred, Fred was. Now, we, we got two wrong people. We got two wrong people in this book. <laughs> the other one, I called him Dirty Darius. <laughs> so, Fred, I liked until he read that, until they read that letter. Uh -huh. And I was like, yeah, drop dead Fred. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dirty Darius to drop dead Fred. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope, nope, nope. All right. I just had to say that because I, and you know, what bothered me the most too with Rhea's mother? Mm -hmm. It's just you and her mother. It's just you. It's, it's Rhea and it's Tina. It's Tina and Rhea. Yes. How do you leave your seven-year-old child to go and do work? But then when Drop Dead Fred read that letter, I see why. Yes. Yeah. Tina was out living her best life, and little seven-year-old Rhea was sitting at home yes. contemplating what she got to make herself for dinner. Mm -hmm. Tina was outside. <laughs> yeah, she was outside, outside. And it's, you know, so... <sighs> Yeah, but Fred was outside, inside, upside down. <laughs> Fred, <laughs> that little man was getting, yeah, Fred, drop dead Fred, just, just, just gone about the business, Fred. It's too much. It's too much. Okay, so the next question I have from Untamed is the scene at Lindsay's for Girls Night Out and Danielle, Rhea, and Stacy sharing their personal lives. How important is it with married women to have these kind of conversations? I think it's vitally important. Um, <clears throat> so I'm very big on community. And I think yeah. that uh, these days we're losing some of that. Um, yes. 
And so I used to, um, for, for 10 and a half years, I was a stay at home mom and I was like deep into mommyhood. Like I was right. I did all the mom clubs. I used to, Mm -hmm. you know, play dates and I did all of that. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and so I did a mommy Bible study, used to do a mommy Bible study. And there will be times where, you know, we'd be chit chatting and having a good time, just talking or whatever. And then somebody would be brave enough to say, you know, I'm having a problem with X, Y, Z. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, you too. Like, I thought I was the only one going through that. And that taught me then that a lot of times people feel like you're on an island unto yourself and that you're the only person going through something. And most times you're not like, you're not the only one that. No, you're not. You might be going through it at different times, but everybody goes through the same thing. Everybody goes through the same thing. You feel, sometimes you feel embarrassed or you were taught, you know, I was taught you don't let people know what's going on in your business. And I'm not saying like, tell everything but there are times where coming together as community and having that support is beneficial because you can learn from other people's experiences can Mm -hmm. learn from other people's mistakes and you know as long as it's a community that has your best interest at heart because um i had a on my birthday i actually this past year i did a book club for the the flirtatious couple and Uh there was a conversation that came up around you know some of the best relationship advice you've ever gotten um some of the worst relationship advice you've ever gotten and there are people who give bad relationship advice (laughs) yes there are yes there are and yes that yes they do and i've learned in life that i'm gonna listen to everything you got to say but don't ask me nothing Cause I'm a little like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll listen, but I won't tell. Yeah. So I think that it just, like I said, having a strong uh, community that is well-meaning, well-intentioned, and just kind of want to see you do well um, and just kind of come around you and love and support, I think is vitally important. And I love that about that because, like I said, Danielle and, but like you said, Danielle and Jacob, so they were all around the same age because they all went to school together. They grew up together. I love that too, that you put in the aspect that they have been friends since they were young. So, and then I think Stacey said, or Jacob, I think said it, or Jeff said it at the end, it was like, we grew up together, but then we grew up together. together. Yes. And it's a difference. And I love that because they got to see each other. They have seen each other over the years. They have been around each other over the years. And now they're, you know, they have been in each other's lives and they're, they've been there with Jeff, Jeff and Stacy went through their first divorce and then them two getting together and, you know, and for Danielle to see, oh, my girls need help. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. I you definitely love in that. Your life who will get you together and be like, mm-hmm. girl, like you getting ready to like, you getting ready to mess up, and yep. like I'm pulling you in. Like we're not getting ready to do this. Like no, what you're not gonna do is mess up on my walk. <laughs> that's yeah. That's not like if you messing up. Now that's now that's maybe when I'll stay say something like, nah, <laughs> you a fool. 
Mm -hmm. get it together but if you you just like well i did um oh yeah i understand that's that's all i'm gonna give you I, yeah i understand but girl you messing up do you know what the stuff they do for you when you tell me you have to do this this and this you's a fool so i definitely understand that like definitely all right so here's my question okay and like i said he got a nickname so why did Dirty Darius uh -huh. think he could be with Rhea and his wife. And actually, let me combine this. And what was his motive behind what he did to Rhea at the at the opening of his um restaurant? Which was terrible. <laughs> terrible. That's why he got the name Dirty Darius. It was really terrible. Mm -hmm. um, so in the flirtatious couple, the second book, Darius, he's not done. And I think. <laughs> Can they please put their hands on him? Can they please put yeah. their hands on him? He's not done. And you know what we were just talking about earlier, how they, the characters will talk to you. Um, mm -hmm. he, he's not done. Um, and it's, it's actually quite sinister. Um, which is, is quite interesting, like what, what's happening with him. So I can't really say for sure why he did what he did here. It, it's going to be further explained in the second book. And that's okay, so a cliffhanger. It's just that because he's talking more about it, I that's how I know that it's happening in this one, but because I don't know why he did what he did initially. Only the only reason I can think of is that because he still really held a torch for her. But did he really hold a torch for her when after Jacob dropped the bomb that he dropped about Dirty Darius? Correct. <laughs> okay, so I mean, if you can, I mean, it's in the book. Mm -hmm. The second book name is called because I'll let you say because like I said it's in the book. So what's the second book? Because you I see you already started it. <laughs> this is couples trip. Now, based on what you just said, my whole thought process with that was was to show how pathology is real. Yeah. If we don't address it and stop it, history is going to repeat itself. To repeat itself. And it definitely was. And I just, like I said, I need to ask, because I'm like, you come back, like you really thought that you can be with her and your wife. Cause, and I'm glad that Rhea, it, it popped in her head before it got further. Cause I feel like if she, if he didn't say, if he didn't say it, it would have got further than what it was. Oh, but sure. she was like, wait, why is he talking about his wife? Cause mm -hmm. he married and so are you. <laughs> that man married with five kids. Right. You married with two that ain't even in the house. And see, right there, that would have made me not even want to be bothered with you because I don't want to see here. I got two and you got five. That's three more than what I have. Right. I'm not doing that. The math ain't mathing, ma'am. Like, you better stick to them two that don't live in your house 24 7 because right. you don't know if all five of his kids still live in this household. Correct. <laughs> I, I just was like, he. Mm. He just yeah. ridiculous. He okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He definitely was. Okay. So Untamed's last question is, um, was it hard to come up with the date ideas for the alphabets? No. Now, um, kind of 
back to a previous question you asked about the research. Um, mm -hmm. So there was like, I did I just kind of like searched online um, for, I had to search online for, because, you know, it wasn't just the date night ideas, but there were also, there was an intimacy exercise. Yes. The mirror challenge. Yeah. With the alphabet. So mm -hmm. I learned some things. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, um, I so I had to kind of do that, but um, not really. I when I say like this is kind of stuff. This is all me. Like I used to create date nights, and I used to create date night games for friends that I would give for oh. birthday gifts and because again I was a stay at home mom I didn't have money so I used to have you you about to have a lot of merch out here ma'am because <laughs> that alone like literally putting the, together the ABCs of romance yeah that was perfect oh and then when Jacob used the analogy of the rose in the garden Oh, I was like, is the same, will you? <laughs> nope, I didn't. And I got my daughter love on um, flowers, and she got a a dozen of roses sitting on the table. And I'm just looking at them like, mm. and you want to know what my favorite thing? Another thing, like I said, I had so many highlighted. Y'all, my tablet is not tableting right, and I'm so mad. But when Jacob said. The grass is not greener. You know how they that saying is the grass is always greener on the other side. Yes. When that man said, because they using fertilizer, I said, see, see, and you want to know what? Like it was just so many things that they said that makes sense. And it's like, why didn't we think about this? Why, you know, like I said, you know, because you're right. The, this is why the grass is green on the other side because right. they over there taking the work to make sure that it gets greener. They're right. working on themselves individually together. It, it's just like it was oh my gosh it was so many Jacob, little nuggets danielle they had they went through it to get yeah. that point yes <laughs> yeah because that man was in the military yeah. and that was another thing you said that he said he said i'm out here being a hero to save my country but i can't save my you know i can't be here for my wife yeah, yeah. i said yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I, I was like when I all I can say is I was in awe because it was just like you said so many little things mm -hmm. and it's nothing else to say but kudos <laughs> you did that and it's like you said it's not even just like you said this book started out for couples but single people who know they want to be in a relationship pick this book up and read it yes yeah and listen and while you're single now, work on yourself, standing as what the kids saying now, stand on business, stand on business that, you know, when you finally find that person, if like you said earlier, if it's not this way, I'm not doing it. I don't want this. If yeah. we can't look at this book together and go through it and work on it, I don't want to do it. I hope now one thing I did say, I said the next man <laughs> that I deal with, he has to want to read books. Yes, of course. And uh, that is something, and I've, you know, like I learned what you did in your old relationship, you can't do in your new, but that was one thing that was in my old relationship that I like, like we would play video games together. Okay. That was our quality time. Mm -hmm. We, you know, kids being bad. So we're sitting up eating ice cream, playing video games. So if he died, it was my turn and then I'm helping. So that's what we did. Yeah. And like I said, now I'm into reading 
okay, now we I'm going to give you a book and we're going to read and then we're going to do on a day talking about it. So it's like little things. And, and that's what you kind of did. to see you discuss this book with your next. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know when it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when it's going to happen, but we're we going to see it. And I'm, I'm going to slide in your DM and be like, <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. I would love to see you discuss this book with your next. Look, just just put it be like, look, um, so we're interested in each other. Like, yeah, so I need you to read this first. <laughs> And come back to me. And if we, if you willing to do this with me, then we, we got this. But if not. Right. right. <laughs> it's a great weekend out tool, I think. So I, I think mean, it is. Yes. Yeah, so it definitely I mean, is. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That would, yeah. I think that's what people should start using. And that's what I was telling Untamed. I was like, oh, she can go to um, marriage counselors. She could go to lawyers, you know. All of them have said, here, here, read this book. Let's let's see, you know, especially when people want to mediate. Like, because, you know, Rhea and, I mean, yeah, Rhea and Rico could have divorced. Mm -hmm. Actually, all of them could have. All of them, yeah. All of them. I actually had um, a therapist. She asked for the book and the workbook. She said to give, she wanted to give to her clients because they come to her and say, what can we do on the day-to-day? Yeah, see. And so, you know, it's it's it it can work. Um what I've been finding since I released the book, like I said, it seems to be resonating more with singles. Mm-hmm. I want to share with you. I I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why this is in my heart, but ever for a long time, I have always wanted to be a matchmaker. <laughs> well, you I mean, I think you did it with that book. And You're a matchmaker. So, even though it has on the book that it's a novel for couples, I feel like, again, another redirecting and refinement of this whole business that you're talking about is mm-hmm. that I am to create couples. Yes, you are. So I am going, I am actively uh, in a training to become a matchmaker. And- <laughs> All I'm hearing in my head is matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> and we're going to, I mean, it's, it's going to start, but it's all a part of the Love Story 365. Um, Some love stories. I got to create some love stories some kind of way. And so, you know, creating love stories. I'm going to be doing matches. We're going to be creating a community of flirtatious couples who are eventually um, the, the goal is to, from these couples will create um, all these ideas that I have for this media that I'm telling you about. They're yes. to do that. So yeah. Have you thought to vlog this while you're doing it? Like vlogging you taking some, doing, you know, taking other classes for, cause I would love to see that, oh, you know? Yeah. yeah because I have you've created, yeah, you've created something. So I have to tell you, three years ago, I was deathly afraid of being on video. <laughs> Me too. Okay. And my friends was like, you need to get on video because you're freaking funny. And yes. I'm like, all right. You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and too many people, it was like next month, well, actually be three years ago. 
too many people were telling me, I need you to do a video on this. I need you to do a video on that. And I'm like, what? no, no. I'm My <laughs> imposter syndrome was standing up like real tall. And right. one day I was just like, you know what? The only way for me to get over this is to just do it. And so mm-hmm. I took my phone out. I recorded a video and I posted it. And the very next day, um, a lady on Instagram was like, she was doing a befriending the camera challenge. Right. So she, it was like a hundred days of video. Right. And mm-hmm. so like the second or third day I had gotten over the fear, but that was when like reels had just started kind of coming out on Instagram. Yeah. And I fell in love with reels. I started doing them. I was like having so much fun um, with doing reels. And that was just when you were just like, like, putting the spin on whatever the trend was at the time, not these topics yep. or, you know, anything like that. Um, and so I was loving it. And I'm telling you, like, right, like December of that year, um, I had just got monetized on Instagram and right. was stolen. And that's when I completely retreated. So yeah. It's a process of rebuilding and refining, but we're we're getting there. But that is a good idea. What I wanted it was, was just I was gonna say, um, I didn't see I, I wanted to just kind of like come out with it, but I like your idea and I may just you know announce that I'm doing that. But I, you know, I'm full of ideas. I tell people all the time, I'm full of ideas. <laughs> I see stuff and I'd be like, oh, you can do this, this, and this, this, and this. Just like when you were telling us about your um ML, the, the thing you've been doing with your daughters like forever, yeah. the ML. Yeah. That's something else that you can monetize over. How many mother and daughters would not, I mean, would love to come to an event where it's about them for like a whole weekend, make it a little weekend dream girl retreat. You know, fun. any age, that would just be the cutest thing in the world. Like you said, you open it up to more friends. So it's just so much because like you said, it's the love, you know, yeah. it's loving on yourself, loving on your tribe. As my friend calls, she called her people her tribe. So things like that, yeah. it would be, oh my gosh, phenomenal. Okay, so this is like my last question, but then it's also like uh, just questions where because we can go ahead and wrap up. Now, what is your personal takeaway with this book and what do you want the readers to take away? Uh, What I want the readers to take away with is to be intentionally romantic. Um, I truly believe that um, God is the ultimate romantic. And... Mm -hmm. um, really surrendering the pen to God, like he writes the best love stories. And um, it's, it's really all about being intentional. And um, and, and being intentional, you can totally become a flirtatious couple. You really can. You, yeah. you really can. Intentional, you can really become a flirtatious couple. Um, my takeaway from this book is surrendering. <laughs> I like that word. Yes. Total, total surrendering. Um, as I was telling you earlier about how I just like now dissolve like everything. Right. Everything. Now really become almost kind of like a scavenger hunt of just this beautiful unfolding of um how things are gonna happen. And wherein I used to be like, okay, like where is it? Where is it? Like I'm doing everything right and I'm not seeing like I was like really just kind of in that seat now it's just like i 
of real trusting and a surrendering and um just like i said just kind of witnessing this beautiful unfolding of a beautiful love story and it's happening 365 days <laughs> i love it and you know how you said you kind of just get rid of yours i've learned to not worry so you know i just recently moved and you know i'm still kind of i was unpacking because i moved from like a house to an apartment so it was okay. like a lot of stuff oh, yeah, you and know. you know so i was making up my bed one day and i'm like i know i was looking for my pillow sham so i'm like i know i seen them i know i see them i can't remember what i'm seeing but i knew i see i know they wasn't misplaced or anything so i just stood in the middle of the room i was like lord can you just show me where these shams at because i really need them to finish my bed and walk and just kept on doing what i was doing sure enough he was like you're going to the closet where you looked at earlier and lift <laughs> up something and so I literally, because I went in this spot early because I knew it was there because it's where all of my other sheets are. And I didn't see it, but I didn't lift it up enough. Yeah. So when I lifted up more, I said, thank you. So, you know, I've learned to, like you say, not worry about stuff because I don't want to stress myself out no more. So, yeah, that getting up in the morning and just disposing yourself of those things is definitely helpful. So, yeah. you know, worry less. Definitely. Yes. Now, can I say this because your dates were the cutest dates ever but the one and the, the challenges the things like i said the mirror challenge but my favorite the mirror challenge i was like that was my favorite but then the one and it's in my head and it's saying the one i think that was the best talk less for them two to not talk all day long and only text and they couldn't still really text you know talked on a text it was just like little certain things so then when they got together because yes. that was Rhea and Rico. That was um or Danielle and Jacob did it. No, it was Rhea and Rico. Yes. Yeah, because they went to the bar afterwards. And then she was like, that was the best night ever because then when we got together, we talked and we talked and we talked. Yes. I think a lot of couples definitely should do that. Like you be together, oh good morning through text. That's it. Midday. Mm -hmm. How you doing? You know, but then don't talk about everything else. And then like she, I love that. That's what I'm saying. You guys, I'ma just say this. It was so many little things in this book that you can do to work on your relationship and they just thought about one of the things that blew me away mm -hmm. was, um when ria and danielle are talking and she broke down the amount of time <gasps> yes when she said that she has only spent 35 minutes out of 10,808 Girl. You know the oh yes, because it blew me away when she I said her math ain't math and ain't at all. At all. But it was I, I feel like to me, Rhea and Rico needed the most work. When she said she'd been with that man all the time and they ain't had an orgasm. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. I said, who say what? <laughs> like never. Yes. But so you just you I don't know if you love that man. She was delusional because ain't no way. Cause you gonna you gonna do you got to do something. <laughs> but unfortunately, women have told me that. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of women say that. Ain't no and way. You know, mm -mm. I feel like that's really sad. <laughs> it really is. Do you not know <laughs> the euphoria <laughs> that comes with that? Like it's crazy. But yeah, that I just think Danielle conversations were necessary, were yes. needed. 
Jacob's conversations were necessary, was needed. Because Benji, Benny and Lecrae, Benny broke my heart. <laughs> when that man said that I loved, have been wanted to be a fireman all my life. And when my wife, before she became my wife, said, kept on checking on me and said it was a dangerous job. And I quit my job and I, I, I don't even really like her. I said, dang. And she did not ask you to do it. And that. she did not ask you to do it. Because Jacob said, did she ask you to do it? So you mad at her because you did something she didn't ask you to do. Correct. <laughs> I just was like, poor Benny. But I mean, all I can say is read the book. Read the book. Now, like I said, the context in the beginning, I was like, okay, when we going to get to the good stuff? And when you got to the good stuff, it just kept on going and going and going. And I loved it. So, like you said, this book is geared towards couples. But if you are single and you know that eventually you're going to be in a relationship, still adhere to everything that's in this book. Yeah. Because it'll make you a better person, but it'll have you in a better relationship. Mm -hmm. I think so. That's all I can say. All I can say. I thought you were going to ask me one other question. Let me see. Go ahead, because I might have it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because you didn't, I cannot get off here with. Okay, tell me, because I might have had it in my head and just didn't do it. I, I have to give you your flowers, your roses. Um, I got off oh, late because I was going to actually get you flowers and show symbolically giving you your flowers because. Um, I thought you were going to ask me a little, uh, uh, what you asked in one of your previous broadcasts about an unknown fact. Oh. And the unknown fact to everyone that's listening to the Get Up, uh, Get Caught Up podcast, Crystal on February the 6th, <laughs> wrote a review for a previous book of mine. And found me on Instagram and said, this book <laughs> is all I saw was myself and do you have a workbook? And oh my gosh. when she asked me if I had a workbook in 2020, I did not. And I had written a workbook for someone else many years ago. Cause like I said early on, I started editing and ghostwriting <clears throat> right but i had no idea how to do a workbook for myself and so when i wrote this book and i sat down when those words came out of my mouth and i said i don't i know this is a book and because someone asked me if i had a workbook before and i didn't i'm gonna make sure that i have a workbook for this book and oh my gosh this book that came from the flirtatious couple is because of you. <gasps> You're going to make me cry. <laughs> you are going to make me cry. I mean, that you are the genesis of the why I was able to push through and create a workbook for to accompany this book. Oh my gosh. Congratulations for that. But when you said February 2020, I'm just like, oh my God. Because when I saw your name, I was like, I've read something about her before. <laughs> So, you know, I'm a, because like I said, I'm always working on myself. And if I can have a book in front of me to go back and do it, then I'm going to do, like I said, 
I'm going to stand in front of my mirror every night and tell myself I love myself. That is awesome because I do it every day. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to say I like myself. Like, I'm just going to say things. Like, my friends told me. Listen, I tell my, I do that now. I say I love you. You are deserving. I, I go between yes. I am and you are. And you are worthy. You are abundant. I mean, I'm, I'm standing there and I'm doing it all. Um, And it was so crazy because that book was blue roses by design i don't know if you remember it was i definitely oh my gosh that is so crazy when i say that was another book like <laughs> that had me like get your shit together <laughs> oh and you want to know we interview share to race and that's why i said i'm like because i was for some reason because it's the t's and then I know yours is beginning with an S, so I thought it was her. And then I went back and I said, no, it was Shakira. But I was telling Untamed about that book. Okay, okay. And she was like, oh, so I said, it was good. <laughs> y'all y'all have got to get in her books. Like, if you try to get your life together, get into these books. I'm telling you, y'all will not be disappointed. But I'm now, yes, I did ask you if you had a workbook. So, oh my gosh, I'm so yes, excited. Yes, that just, it, because of you, you you sowed that seed. And oh my gosh, workbook. This book, I mean, like I said, the workbook. Is, I'm going to get the workbook because I literally, I was like, I got to go back and get the workbook. I got to go back and get the workbook. And I said, I want to do it. I want to do the single one. I, you know, I feel like I got the couple stuff from reading the book, but I want to do the single workbook. Yes. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to get back to you about it because I created, like I, said, I had to split it up because of the feedback that I was getting. Because wow. Workbook was for you know to accompany the novel, um, for, right? But due to the feedback that I was getting from singles, I had to separate it out and create one for singles and then one for for couples. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh my god! You just take me back down memory. Like y'all said, be glad I don't know how to sing because if I knew how to sing, y'all would probably be sick of me. Because now that song in my head, back down memory lane. Yes, and so. At some point, um, I am going to be documenting the dates. I'm going to start. I'm going to take myself through the dates as a single person. <laughs> yes. And I like, do you know what? I like I, that's something I did when I moved to Atlanta. I was in Atlanta for like eight years. I used to go out on dates by myself. That was the first time I started dating myself. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And I was like, now that I'm back, I'm out to, you know, the weather's about to break. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and um, I'm going, I'm going back to work. Cause like I said, I quit my job. Right. I go back to work in March. Right. I'm not going to be working from home anymore. So I have to get up and put on clothes yeah. and go into the office. So I was like, you know, to reward myself, if I do this every week without complaining on hemping and hard, I'm going to go ahead and take myself out on a date. Yeah. Like I like going to movie dates, you know, going to a restaurant, sit at a bar and, you know, I talk to everybody. So I'm going to see how this works. I, I never know. I might meet my somebody. There you go. You go. <laughs> but I'm going to say, I'm going to slide the book and be like, if you don't, you don't want to read, you want me, I'm going to send you a book. Can you read this? And then just let me know if you're interested. Cause if you are, then we can talk, but if not, it's, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Yes. I thank you so much. Like you have really made my night. Oh, you and I'm gonna say that because of the book. But then when you just said the workbook situation, that just made it even better. 
I thank you so much keep because us, keep this podcast going. Thank you and Untamed for the work that you all are doing. Yes. Um, and, you know, um, highlighting authors. Because, um, you know, being self-published, it's tough out here. Like, we don't have the yep. channels that traditional publishers have. Um, we're doing it all. So, um, thank you all for the, like I said, the highlight. Oh, you guys are welcome. Y'all do not understand how much we love doing this. And I, I told Untame, I said, I'd have been home, like I said, I've been home for a while. Me and Untame talk every day because yeah. she had called me just before. Like, she called me early. We talked in the morning, then she called me. It was like, I forgot all about, you know, she what she had to do with the conflict of time. And she had called me just before, like 20 minutes before we got ready to get on. And we were talking. And I mean, like we come up with so much. We talk about the podcast every day. Mm-hmm. We're always adding something. We're always taking something away. We always like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. So we're always like thinking of things to do with the podcast. Like I said, the YouTube channel is just like, I'm excited about that. Okay. Um, you know, the TikTok, we're excited about that. So it's just like so many things that we're excited about. And we just keep on like, oh, what can we do next? What can we do? What can we do? So, you know, this is definitely, this was her baby. And now she let me come in and help her and just come up with things. And I love it. Like, I'd be like, I'm too busy sometimes for books and so, but I ain't never too busy for the podcast. Never too busy, you know. So I appreciate not like everybody because when we, you know, open up the books for people to come on and then we close them that quick, I'd be like, dang, they want to come and talk to us. So I'd be excited about it. Like they want to yeah. come and talk to us. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So, like I said, I thank you so much for writing another phenomenal book that I have read by you keep on doing what you doing because if you're spreading the love you know hopefully it it catches you know trickle around and catches the other people you know I never know like I said maybe it might be time let me let me let me I would just let it happen. Let me write this down. Let me document this day. Right. Everybody be documenting it now. I don't know. I'm going to see. Now, let me, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. If I meet someone and I really like him, I'm going to get on here and be like, y'all that made me eat my words because I found somebody. (laughs) I don't be looking at all. And that's when you're going to happen. I like my daughter be getting on me. She's like, Mom, you can't put no clothes. I'll leave out the house looking at any kind of way. I'm like, girl, I'm going to the store real quick. I can care less. I don't care. I was washing clothes earlier and this dude was just a stir. And I'm looking at him like, what you looking at? <laughs> like, speak. Hello. Hi. Right. See, that's that. See, that's that soft girl uh, I need to work on. You know, I'm not supposed to, have to just be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. I can't do that. Stop staring at me. That's rude. It's Speak. It's have a beautiful spirit that he was attracted to. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> look, okay, <laughs> it, it is most of the time. Now, when I was younger, it wasn't at all. <laughs> this took work. <laughs> Before, no, I'd be like, "Dang, dude, like, what you looking at?" <laughs> so, no, but now I'll just like, mm, okay, hi, <laughs> say something. Yeah, don't stir. You look like a creep over there. Just <laughs> don't do that. That drives me crazy. That's hilarious. Well, I want to say again, thank you for joining us. But before we leave, mm-hmm. let us know what you're up to and then give us your socials where everybody can find you and get these books and workbooks. So you said what I'm up to. Um, 
I am, like I said, up to, I'm training to be a matchmaker. I love it. I'm training to be a matchmaker. Um, my daughters and I actually recorded a song in December. <laughs> and um, from there, again, like I told you, it's all things media, right? So right. 365 is getting ready to step into music. Um, we're getting ready to step into kind of like reality show, baby. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a slow build. Um, but it's coming. It, it's coming. It's, um, because I, like I was saying earlier, I do a lot of different things. I do have a nine to five job. I'm also right. a realtor and, um, and I'm doing love story 365. And then I have, you know, my daughters are a full-time job. Of course. By themselves. They, so, they, they're going to be a full-time job until they leave. They so forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's a lot of irons in the fire, but it's exciting. And so just kind of be on the lookout for a lot of like, fun, exciting, romantic, intentionally romantic um, things that are coming from Love Story 365. That being also the second book, um, I don't quite have a date for that yet, um, but definitely this year, I don't want to like hold it out um, too long. And uh, I'm on socials under my name, Shakira R. Thompson. I think on Facebook is Shakira Mitchell Thompson, but Shakira Thompson and then also Love Story 365. Okay, I gotta I gotta go see if I'm following that, but if not, I'm gonna follow it because like I'm really interested. And I know when you were saying, um, and of course, like uh, here we go again with all of my ideas, but when you said um reality TV, that matchmaker would definitely be fun. Oh, yeah, love story loading, you know, love story, yeah. Loading. Oh, that's what you're gonna call love story loading. Mm -hmm. I love that, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, mm, I'm about to say maybe I'll. <laughs> if you can back me with somebody, you good. You're good. Listen, I'm telling you, this whole. Listen, I told someone this last week, um, because it was a young lady. She's not in a great place in her relationship, mm -hmm. and um. She was, you know, kind of like trying to pick my brain a little bit, like, you know, how did you manage? How did you cope? And I told her, as I said earlier in the interview, um, next month will be five years. Right. Divorce. And as I told her then, five years ago, I didn't see this date. Yep. I, I did not. I didn't see it. I could not see it. If you had told me five years ago, if you had told me a year ago that... I would be training to be a matchmaker that I'm getting ready to create for Texas couples who are going to um, carry out all these ideas that I have for this inter uh, intentionally romantic media company. I would have been like, mm -hmm. so again, right. <laughs> choosing this to go with God with this new identity and just watching this beautiful love story unfold is amazing and I, i'm just surrendering to it so if if it's it for me to choose um you know the next character in your love story then so be it <laughs> i mean i might have to call you and be like help me <laughs> help me <laughs> it would be a pleasure 
I'm like, and look, I tell people I will roll up, I will relocate. I like to travel. So I'd be everywhere. Now I when I went to Mexico, my friend thought it was the funniest thing because we were in the um we went to the is the Isle of Mujer, what is it, Isla of Mujeres. Okay. And they th- that was like real cute. So you have to drive around on a golf cart. So, you know, we walking and people looking and following. And she was like, Are you paying attention? I was like, to what? She was like, the men. I said, girl, I'm not thinking about these men. So we went into one store and she was like, um, because I was looking at some, she's like, friend, I'm about to go into another store. And I was like, don't leave me. And the guy was like, why not? You can stay in here with me. I'm like, uh uh-uh, I don't know you like that. No. And he just was like, you're beautiful. And I was just like, oh my God. Like it was after a while, I was like, okay, I'm over it. I was like, can we go? <laughs> it just, yeah, they, yeah, he, I mean, he was a nice looking guy, but I'm like, I'm old enough to be your mama. No. <laughs> Okay, I'll still like you. you're young. I mean, he was tall. Like, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope, it was just too much. It was too <laughs> much. Just too much. All right, so you guys, I just want to say that, of course, you can find me on Instagram at Books and Soul One. I'm on Facebook and TikTok at Books and Soul. I'm not on Twitter because I don't remember my, I am on Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter because I don't remember my password no more. So I was like, forget it. And I don't feel like resetting it. So. And Twitter, they be over there. It'd be too much on Twitter. So I don't need to be over there. Mm-mm, I don't need to be over there. All right. So join us for our book of the month, which is Ignite by Ms. Joan Vosser. So, you know, I was reading your book and her book at the same time. So I go from the love to the, the grit, the, tw- the 19, 1925. It was like, whoo. Yeah, it was a lot. But I loved it. Okay, and then our narrator of the month is Mr. Sean Crisden. I am so excited to get to talk to him because, you know, Men Untamed was reading, listening to The Crown Legacy, and he delivered. He definitely delivered. So to get to talk to him, I'm excited. And also, please um, check out our socials at Get Caught Up Podcast on IG, YouTube, and TikTok, and Get Caught Up Off the Podcast on Facebook. If you would like to submit a commercial, we have packages available via our website, getcaughtuppodcast.card, and that's C-A-R-R-D.co. If you would like to be a sponsor, you can donate to Cash App at dollar sign capital U capital P 016, or give to anchor.fm slash getcaughtup. Check us out and follow us on Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. And actually, let me take off Google Podcasts because Google Podcasts ain't podcasting no more. <laughs> they say no, so we're not on Google Podcasts anymore because nobody's on Google Podcasts anymore. Well, again, Shakira, thank you so much for joining and dealing with me and my foolishness. And you know, maybe when I'm ready to um get a matchmaker, yes. Or get me a match. Yes. I'll reach out. Because you you know what? Maybe that's what I need to do. Pick people brains to see. Like, you kind of gave me one thing that's sticking in my head now. You don't want to be 60 or 70 years old by yourself. No, I don't. Because if I fall and I can't get up, who going to get me up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I'm in the bathroom and I run out of toilet paper, who going to get it for me? So you need to consider. Yeah, I got to consider these things. So I need to consider, you know, maybe someone be like, okay, Crystal, it's time. 
<laughs> so I'll think about it. Because if I ask my kids to do it, I'm going to be short. <laughs> They're not coming. Take into consideration. <laughs> yeah, those are things I need to take into consideration. Uh, you know, maybe you should do a match, like a little impromptu matchmaking Zoom thing for people. See how many people would be interested in coming to talk to you about getting their forever mate. Okay. I'm just giving you everything to do. Right. Like you ain't got enough to do, right? <laughs> hey, take, I, I'm, I'm writing it down. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah. Like you ain't got enough to do, <laughs> but you guys. Okay. So I'm going to say this ending that Untame always say, and I never remember, but <laughs> I just want to say, I knew I was going to do this. I should have told Untame to write this down. All I know is to say, get caught up. <laughs> <laughs> I never remember this. This is why Untamed does it. Okay. So I'm sorry, but have a good night and remember to get caught up. I don't know. <laughs> good night. Okay. <laughs>